Hey, y'all, I'm going to take a second to give a quick shout out to the official mortgage lender of the Hunt Lift Eat podcast. That's Casey Burns of Prime Lending Mortgage. I've known Casey for 10 years, and he's the only lender I use. I've used Casey to purchase two houses, and the process has been seamless and easy each time. He's the heart of an educator, and he truly cares about what's best for his clients. He specializes in VA loans, but can handle FHA, conventional investment loans as well. He's a true expert and specialist in his field, and there's no one I recommend more than Casey. You can contact Casey at casey.burns at primelending.com, reach him by phone at 919-710-1864. You can also check out all his reviews at www.closewithkc.com. Thanks, y'all. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Hunt, Lift, Eat podcast. I'm running host tonight. I'm Bobby McCready, and we got an awesome guest here with us tonight. And we, we decided this is a good time, too, to get this guest on here, as a lot of us uh, are talking about New Year's resolutions, New Year's goals, things that are helping us out in the, you know, with our with our challenges that we're having right now as we're filming, you know, just the first week in January here. And, of course, I got a couple familiar voices that are usually jumping on with me here. We got the one and only Khalib Bell coming from Colorado. What's going on, Caleb? How are you, man? Good, good, man. It's good to be back. It's been a little bit of a hiatus with the, the long hunting seasons here in Colorado. Now that I'm officially done as of five days ago, I've got to figure out something to do with my life. So I guess I'm going to come back and hang out with you a little bit. <laughs> you know, that really made me feel really good about myself. So thank you for that. You know, It's nothing but love, Bobby. Nothing better to do. Yeah. We're the only ones that s- don't kill animals. So, And I will be seeing you next week. I don't know when this is going to be airing. So we will be at the ISC show in Denver, which I'm really excited about. Can't wait to get out there. And then, of course, we got the Ben CrossFit Wolverine. What's going on, man? Oh, nothing much. Just same here. Just done with hunting season, trying to figure out what to do with my life because I'm done hunting and just, I guess, back to normal work. <laughs> yeah, in which you've had an epic hunting season, unlike me and Caleb here. So, But, but we <laughs> it, won't talk about that. Right <laughs> it was good. Yeah, we, we got that coming up for you. Enough about us because no one really gives a shit about us, to be honest. So uh, <laughs> we got our guest tonight is joining us from the great state of New Jersey here. We got Brian Tweer, the CEO and founder of Jersey Shore Supplements and Astro Jersey Shore Supplement Shop and Astro Flav. What's going on, man? How are you? What's going on, gentlemen? It's nice to join you. I- I'm pumped to get you on. We were talking in the pre-lobby. You know, it's been a long time coming trying to, you know, work out the dates and times and getting you on and. Uh, I'm really excited to, you know, talk to you and get your background and story and, you know, chat a little bit about the supplements and Astro Flav. Yeah, absolutely. I, I got to uh, just note that this is past my bedtime, as I was mentioning to, my, uh, to you in email. I'm up at 4 a.m. every morning, so usually around like 8, 9 o'clock, I'm ready to to crash. But it's uh, it's my pleasure to be on here, so I'm excited to to talk with you guys. No, I appreciate it. Why don't you uh, kick us off, you know, introduce yourself, a little bit about you and about your, your industry you're in here? Yeah, so uh, I originally started um, in 2013 with a 450 square foot supplement store. I own a couple of stores at this point as well as a, another brand, but started almost going on 10 years now back in that shop with, um, with just three shelves on each side, old school closet shelves that I got from Home Depot that we hung on, on each side. And uh, yeah, just grinded it out. One product, one sale into two, two to four, four to eight and so on and so forth and just continued reinvesting back into the business. And fortunately to this point now we've had, uh, we've had some success in the past and just been able to, to run with it. But yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's awesome, man. I, you know, from being from the same state as you, I've 
gone in your stores numerous times over the years. And I, I got to say, you have built some of the best customer service I've ever seen inside your stores. The guys, when I go in there, are always, you know, I, a lot, I don't know if it's like different outside. So in, in New Jersey, if you go into like a, a supplement shop, sometimes these guys are like throwing things down your throat. You don't know what the hell they're saying. And, you know, it's just gibberish. And your guys have the best, you know, I, I've walked in. The first time I walked in, I met Drew. And it was in the Tom's River store, man. And I got to say, I've never met anybody with such a passion and just that just didn't try to sell me anything. He tried to educate me. And the education that I was getting was phenomenal. And I was like, dude, man, you really have a passion for this. And and then he's like, no, that's all of us, man. It's all of us here. I've never been in the store. So he's like, this is all of us. We really just have, you know, a, a passion for this. And then I met Zach and a couple of the other guys. And, you know, it, it's just a phenomenal thing that you're you're building there. It's really cool. Yeah, we've been fortunate to put together a great team. Um, it's funny the the way that I actually met Drew is a is a pretty funny backstory. Um, I met him on Christmas Eve when I was about two years into the business, and it, I was having one of those moments. I shared dinner with my my family over at my grandmother's house um, in South Tom's River, and I was just coming back from from visiting, and I was in the store counting inventory, I told Drew, really, I was in the store having one of those moments like, is this really worth it? Am I going to continue doing this? Um, and he caught me with the lights on as he was walking by because he was going to train at the gym next door. That's 24 hours, uh, 365. And long story short, he saw the lights on. He came in, him and his brother, and we just hit it off. And ever since he's been with me, uh, he started working one day a week and he was still working with GNC at the time. And we ended up onboarding him full time. We opened up a store for him and the rest has been history. But yeah, he, he caught me in like one of those down and out moments. I was feeling sorry for myself, really contemplating like, hey, is this really worth it? And again, at that point, I was two years in, um, very, very little sales to hang my hat on and just really contemplating the whole journey of being an a entrepreneur and a self uh, a business owner and all that, all that good stuff. Caleb, I think you're muted. You gotta unmute yourself. Thanks for the thanks for the educational. Son of a biscuit! I clicked the wrong button. Okay. Uh, can I just say though, Brian? Like, I absolutely love the grassroots development of your story and your brands and and everything that you built from your organization. You know, doing my research on you and understanding where you come from, and then hearing it come from your mouth, it reminds me of those like old school knuckle dragger gyms that you'd go to with like chain link wire on the outside of the windows, walking by with a supplement store who's in a closet starting out. To here we are grinding it out, succeeding at what you love, man. It's it's an awesome grassroots story, and can't wait to hear a little bit more about it. Yeah, it's funny. It's uh, sometimes I forget about like all the stuff that I went through, and it's like kind of out of sight, out of mind. And when I when I have the opportunity to speak it, even then I, I forget some of the details. So like you were just mentioning, I mean, how I even got into the original storefront. That storefront wasn't for rent. I found that building just so happened to be training again at that gym that you speak of. That's 24, three, uh, 24 hours, 365, right after Hurricane Sandy hit. So everything was closed except for this gym, which just so happened me and a good buddy of mine, uh, one of my best friends, we were working out there and I was leaving the gym, just so happened to pass by the storefront, which wasn't for rent or anything. It was just a vacant building. I actually did some research, found the realtor in town, found out who owned the building and took initiative and was able to let him rent me the, the space. For a low overhead, right? It was only 450 square feet, very, very tiny store. He didn't have much to lose because nobody was renting it. And I, I was willing to throw my hat in the ring and at least give it a shot. And that's how I got started. Um, but yeah, just like that humbling, humble beginning. I mean, I, I have stories of for the first 
two years not having enough money for a point of sale system. I was handwriting sales in little like uh, notepads. If it was cash, I would mark cash. If it was credit, I would write credit. In between customers coming in, which were few and far between, I would literally put a note on the door and be laying down in the back of the store. I would just say, yeah, I was in the basement counting inventory. It was it was that slow. Or I would you know, put a note on the door and be out in the parking lot putting little flyers on car, uh, on the car windshields in between. Again, it was just like a lot of, a lot of stories to be told. Um, when we first opened up and I, I always use we, I think I'm so used to saying that because when you're in business by yourself, initially starting, it sounds a little better when you say we, you sound a little bigger. Um, but yeah, just from, just from that. But when I first started, I didn't even have money for an awning. It was just letters on the windows like no advertisement, nothing. And we were the small fry in town. Again, there was a big competitor down the street, Nutra Shop, where everywhere you looked, you would see the t-shirts. Um, they had the vans that were wrapped. They had everything that you could ask for. And here I was, you know, in this tiny little supplement store. But the one thing that I did know and what I apparently was doing well was just treating people the right way and treating customers how I would want to be treated right? It's a very simple business formula. If you think about it, it's just treat people the way that you want to be treated and do the right thing and do it consecutively. And that momentum will start to build upon itself. And again, that compound interest of just doing the right things over and over, one friend would tell another and so on and so forth until we were able, again, to generate a little bit of momentum and just run with it from there. Well, and I think that's what's such a fun tie into your story and in, in grassroots evolution of your companies is we're not just talking about how you grow a business and how you develop and how you market, right? We're also talking about that you are diving into an organization or an industry that is built around supporting, building, creating, and developing an individual, right? So you're taking business ethic 101 or business 101, and you're putting it into a brand that kind of dives into fitness 101, right? Health and lifestyle 101. You are helping the building blocks and the basis of a person become a better version of themselves or you are diving into the complementary aspect of adding that next level, right, Ben? I mean, you're, you're talking about adding supplements into workouts to help you push different boundaries, or you're even just trying to find a fitness level and you're trying to get into the gym and find motivation. Maybe you just need pre-workout, whatever it may be. I think that's what I enjoy about your story so much is you are taking business and applying it to real world application like health. And you have a product and you have a company that's all around it. And it's awesome, man. Yeah, it's funny that you make that connection because not a lot of people see it that way. And I'm I'm one that actually I come from a sports background and I I relate life and sports and business all similarly. It's a very um they coincide very well. And it's just the same thing with sports, right? You have to put in the practice before you ever get a chance to play in the game under the lights, so on and so forth. And with the business side, you have to do the right things. And if you're going to be recommending supplements to a customer, you have to set them on the right path for success. You can't just be looking short term at the profitability of a product and thinking margins. You have to think, okay, what is the long-term effect? If I'm able to help this customer to the best of my ability long-term, what's the compound effect of that with them telling their friends and them hitting their goals? You know, How many more people are they going to tell about our supplement stores if they're reaching their goals and if they're having success versus if I just make a couple dollars off that person and hope to prey on the next customer coming in the door, it doesn't work like that. And uh, one of the things that we really hang our hat on is just being a high trust company in a low trust industry. So it's something that we're able to stand confidently behind. And, you know, not every product that we recommend to our customers is always going to be a home run. 
but we do our best and we confidently stand behind it where if there is ever an issue, if, if something doesn't work out for them, we accept any return. We're an open return policy. We don't care about that because again, it's all about the customer's results at the end of the day, period. Yeah, I mean, this is great because I can relate to you 100%. My wife and I, were co-owners of a CrossFit gym. And, you know, it's it's the same kind of thing. It's like we will restart it, her and I, you know, start from nothing. We were coaching all the classes, get the buy-in from the community, you know, and, and work with them. And it was one of those things where price didn't matter what we were making. We were selling our service to them. And we show because you can go anywhere to a gym. I mean, when you go to a gym, you pay for the community aspect, you pay for the coaching. Um, and then you talk about the supplement aspect of it. We didn't sell any supplements in, in that gym or continue to sell that my wife and I don't take personally. And we try out so we can show them, yes, this works and we trust it and we believe in it because there's some stuff we took and we're like, no, this is, this is crap. And we didn't want to, and we would have made more money off of it. I'm not going to sell. I'm not, I'm, we're not in it to make that money. I said, we're in it to get people better. And since then, I mean, we have coaches now, we don't have to coach every class. So it, 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 when you do the right thing, like you're doing, this is awesome. I mean, it, it snowballs on its own in such a good way because karma just has a way people talk to one another. Word gets out. You don't have to advertise like crazy because word of mouth, I'd rather go to, to a, get supplements or go to a gym that someone has told me about personally than see an ad on Facebook or an Instagram. You know, that, I mean, that, that means more to me than that kind of stuff. Exactly. Well, and I love hearing about Bobby's experience with the customer service side of it, right? Coming from a com uh, consumer aspect. What you guys are both doing is you are affecting somebody's livelihood. And and quite frankly, Brian, if you issue somebody poor supplements or you put them on a track to a compound of supplements that are actually going to contradict their health, there's potential for you to cause permanent damage to that individual. Coming from a guy who had a supplement store that I trusted very well and they put me down a very bad path and I had kidney failure. You know, there's there's a lot of responsibility that comes into this, whether it's from a CrossFit owning gym point uh, standpoint. Or from the supplement standpoint, you guys are literally affecting individuals' lives and have the opportunity to make it better or worse. So it's great to hear the customer service and the buy-in and the growth, right? Because that means you're doing it right. If we're healthy and we're doing a better job and repeat business, we are doing it right. And you guys are doing a phenomenal job. Yeah, and it's and we're fortunate to have that opportunity, right? Like you could you could use it and do negative and do harm in your own community and have to sleep in in, in the bed that you made, you know, or you could take that as an opportunity to help better people's lives. And what a, what a great feeling that is, right? To let somebody be confident in their own skin and help them get to that point. You know, it, it's something that we take pride in. And a lot of times too, like you're there for the end consumer. And not only just when it comes to sports supplements, it's just an outlet a lot of times as well. And Ben, I know that you know this, owning a gym, like your customers and consumers, they just want to go to the gym because sometimes they just need to talk to somebody. They just need to, they just need somebody to let them know and acknowledge them and let them know, Hey, we see you, we hear you, and we're here for you. You know, so it's a, we're fortunate to have that ability and it's something that we're grateful for. And we don't take that very lightly. Um, so yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I remember, and it's funny the way you say this because you're like, when you started so small, it's kind of, it reminded me of, our, you know, Hunt, Lift, Eat here. Luke was sewing patches on hats and this is how he started, you know, the clothing line and apparel company. And the first round of them, they were all crooked as shit. You know, they were falling apart, but he, he, he didn't stop. He didn't say, you know what? He knew he had something. He knew he was going to build something and he's going to, he's going to make an empire. And he did it while he was overseas and he did it while he was fully enlisted. And these are things that, you know, challenges 
And the way he was taken off the company with doing stuff like that, it reminds me of how I put I connect you guys together because, you know, you're, you're both entrepreneurs in that way of just saying, hey, listen, how can we better this? And you put in the blood, sweat and tears yourselves. And that's how you started itself. You didn't you didn't just go out there and say, I need I need investors or things like that. Like you guys put the work in, you did everything yourself and you you're building that actual empire. Yeah. And you know, it's funny that you say that too. It's because like I could sit here and I could speak to you and it, looking back, it, it just takes time, right? Like it takes time to bake a cake, no matter what, if you have all the right ingredients, no matter what there, there still has to go through the process of baking the cake and it has to, you have to put it in the oven for X amount of time. You can't just skip the line. It has to, it has to come to fruition. And I could say that confidently now, but again, you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. So now at this point, I could sit here and say, oh yeah, that's why I needed to go through this or that. At the time, it was painful and I didn't like it and I didn't understand it. But now being able to sit here almost 10 years in, I could look back at those learning lessons and say, hey, listen, like we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for some of those hardships that we fell on and a lot of the lessons that I was able to learn through the adversity and everything that we faced at the time. So, Yeah, definitely. What, what, at what moment did you say, you know, you had your supplement shops, you're doing great. You said, you know what, I want to, I want to tackle into the actual supplement industry and start Astroflave. Yeah. So similarly to how I got started in the retail side of things was I was looking for, again, I'm a consumer first, first and foremost is I like the products. I like the industry. I like working out. I've always been involved in that. Um, so I was looking to essentially give our end consumers and our customers that are coming in the door the best product possible. So I was able to take advice and everything that they were saying, both good and bad from uh, companies that they were using. And then I was able to take that information and go back to one of the lead manufacturers in the country and start developing some products that I thought would be good products for the longevity of the health and wellness industry and what we were looking to do. Again, we started with protein powder first. And that's very unusual in our industry because most companies will go with a pre-workout or they'll go with a pill product because it's higher margins. It's very, very tight margins on a commodity product. So to come out with a, pro a protein, it's extremely high um, overhead. It's a big investment. It takes a lot to generate that. And then as well, there's not a lot of margins. There's not a lot of quote unquote skin on the bone. So why I went that direction was because I was confident that if a consumer would take the product and the protein that they were using tastes good, they would continuously use that same product. It wasn't something that they were just going to use for a short period of time. Let's say New Year's, which were right around that time. Nobody's just going to take uh, a fat or excuse me, a lot of customers are just going to take a fat burner for you know 60 days, 30 days, whatever it is. And then it's on to the next new shiny best thing. Protein, however, is something where if you like the taste and it sits well in your stomach and it's high quality, you're going to stick with that company for a long time. And then from there, you could stem off of that. The problem is for other brands and other companies and people who are looking for that quick dollar, again, you have to think long term. It takes time to bake the cake. Is It's the delayed gratification of the process where I thought differently and took more of a risk with going with protein first. And then being able to develop products on the back end and say, hey, listen, like if you like our protein, well, maybe you should give our other products a shot because chances are you'll like them as well. So it was a little bit different. Um, so to answer your question is more so I, I came out with the brand basing it on what I thought would be a good fit for our customers and something that I could confidently stand in my own stores and look our customers dead in the eyes and be confident selling that product. Because a lot of times with other brands and other companies, I wasn't. 
And, you know, as much as you want to beat your chest and say, listen, we're the best, we're, we got this product, that product. Sometimes there were times where I just like kind of left a bad taste in my mouth where I just personally wasn't like a hundred percent sold on certain products that I was, I don't want to say forced to sell, but it was the best option in the, in, at the time that we had to sell. So it was just a weird predicament that it put me into where I was able to say, you know what, like it's time to take initiative. And then also let's get our messaging out to a broader audience. You know, it's harder to scale retail stores versus an e-commerce brand to where we could, you know, wholesale across the country, nationwide, countrywide, uh, all the way throughout the world. And then we could also sell direct e-commerce, uh, uh, direct to the consumer that way as well. I love the strategy behind it because I mean, I, there's so much truth behind that as a consumer, you know, how many times I've gone through a tub of protein that tastes like absolute junk and I'll throw half of it <laughs> yeah. out and then I'm like, Oh wait, I just wasted 45 bucks, but that's the most satisfying $45 I dumped out in the yard to watch it rot because it sucked. <laughs> but, um, it, it's nice to hear that you put in the effort on the backside in order to start with a brand and start with a product that you knew you could sell and put your name behind. And then throw on the ancillary aspect of it, right? Because that's where you make your bread and butter. You start with a brand, a product, you build your rapport with your customers, then you add on ancillary products. So my question for you, though, going in as a, a small player in the game, essentially, right? I mean, you weren't GNC, you weren't Vitamin Shop, you weren't Body Tech, you were a small player going into the game. How was it received when you went into the manufacturing aspect for your protein? Did they? Do you have a lot of people trying to tell you, no, don't do this? Hey, this isn't the right route to go. And what did it take for you to kind of stick to your guns and kind of blur out their background? Yeah, absolutely. And the same, the same goes with the retail side of things, right? Like I had a lot of people like, Oh, how's that, how's that supplement store doing? And they'd kind of like, oh, you never knew what they were getting at. Like, Oh, you guys doing all right. Like they were always prying at questions where you're just kind of like, I'm not really sure where, where you're going with this, but everything is okay. So yeah, with the manufacturing side too, like you kind of have to fake it till you make it. And I was fortunate to build good relationships in our industry with um, other outside sales reps from other companies who would visit me on the retail side of things, trying to sell me their brands. And I was able just to build a good rapport with them because I was always respectful to whoever would come in the store, whether we carried the brand or not. So from, from those relationships, I built... Um, good rapport with a couple individuals specifically that were able to put me in touch with the right manufacturer who was able to get uh, essentially allow me to get my foot in the door, maybe at a little bit lower of um, uh, minimum order volume than maybe would be required from a bigger player. Still a very high investment and an extremely large investment, but maybe slightly less than they would have typically required if I didn't have a, a relationship with the gentleman that got me in touch with them. Um, but yeah, it was it definitely it definitely was a big investment, and you had those naysayers, right? Oh, why would you ever start with protein? Where you you again, you're going against the grain, so you have to be confident in your decision making. Otherwise, you're going to get pulled off course, and you're going to veer, and you're you're going to be stuck on that treadmill and never never take that leap per se. Um, but just being confident in my capabilities, and then also the idea of it, knowing again, I'm I'm thinking of it from the business owner perspective, but I'm also thinking of a consumer perspective. I'm sure everybody in here has seen a protein container with optimum nutrition, the ON on it, where that's been around forever. No matter if you know the company or not, you recognize it. And again, that's a protein that's just because people are familiar with it. They've used it forever. They're, they don't want to get off it because it just tastes good to them, whatever the case may be, where I was thinking of it. Okay. Like if we could just get in to people's vision that way and be a staple product in their pantry where it's not just going to sit on the shelf and it's not going to go above the fridge 
and collect dust. People are going to use it religiously for the extended future. Then from there, we have something to stand on and we could really run with that. Yeah, that's great. That's actually, it's funny you say that because I'm sitting here grinning because I actually, that's a hundred percent. I'm going to say this first. You're not paying me. I'm not paying you. I'm, I'm a fan of your product. I love your product. That's, you know, why I wanted to do this. You know, um, I, that's exactly how I started, man. I, your protein lured me in. I loved your protein. I love the taste. Um, if you walk in my garage right now, I have every flavor lined up and everyone's like, why do you have every one? I'm like, everyone serves a different purpose. You know, something sweeter, something like this. You cover every aspect of it. And once I had your protein and you can, you know, Zach will tell you, I, I've gone in there, I bought cases because I'm like, I got to get, you know, this, I got to get that. And once you're hooked on like that protein, it's your brand now. And then you start branching off into your brand. And that's when I started really getting into your, all your other lines of everything. And I'm like, wow, I, you know, I really feel great about this. And I, I think that is a genius, it's a great idea. And you really did, uh, you really did market that brand and, and everything like that for that. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. And, um, you know, we base the brand very similar to how we base the stores is everybody. And I don't, I don't want to say everybody, that's not, that's not the right statement, but there's a lot of brands and there's a lot of businesses that are always chasing the next, the next consumer. They're looking for the next customer with us. And our thought process is, and this, again, this is from, this generates from the retail side of things is if we could just keep every customer happy that comes in the door, as opposed to chasing the next person and letting people essentially fall out. And we, we call it a bucket, letting people fall out the bucket because we're not taking care of the people right in front of us. It's just like a losing battle. You're always looking, you're always chasing the next shiny object, the next customer, the next best thing. To us, we thought of that process and that concept, again, tying back to the protein is if we could just keep the customers and compound that in one to two, two to four, so on and so forth. Eventually, we're going to build something that has a, a, an extremely strong foundation. And that's the route that we decided to go where, again, it's not the quick fix. It's not going to be an overnight success. You're not going to see us popping up all over the place and here and there. It's, it's going to be a grind, but it's going to be something that we could confidently get behind. And we're going to be able to know that in the long term, it'll pay off. It's just going to take a little bit longer. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, for our listeners that just to paint a vision, so you, your supplement store itself, and then you have your supplement. And the really cool thing that I love about your store is it's not, it's not an Astro Flav store. It, JSS supplement has every other competitor inside there, as well as your own brand. And when you walk in there, like you could very easily just make it an Astro Flav store. You have the other products and other options for all the other consumers. It's like, and you're not pushing your brand. You're just saying, Hey, listen, you know, this is what we have. This is... I, I'm going to be honest with you for, I'd probably say six months. I didn't know Astro Flav was your brand until someone actually told me. I'm like, really? Because you, you don't market as this is our house brand or anything like that. Cause you're, you're not just pushing that down the throat. You're saying, Hey, listen, this, this is ours, but this is, you know, we also have all the other products. So we're not just making this an Astro Flav area. Yeah. And that's something that we take pride in as well. It's like every individual is, is different in their own respect. Like, not every product is going to fit every single person to the same extent. Like each person is looking for different results, different products. So we don't want to just throw, it's not a one size fits all store. We're not just going to throw the same thing at every single consumer that comes in. Are there categories that we think we're very strong in? Yeah, absolutely. But are there categories that we don't have products for? Very much so. So it's a, it's a balancing act where we think we could fill certain voids. And at times there's, there's categories and there's products that we just don't think we could compete in or it's not our play. It's not going to be, it's never going to be. So we're very happy to plug another product in that, in that uh, category. 
And it sounds like, too, you guys have got a, a phenomenal staff that works there that's extremely knowledgeable. And I think that's a, a key difference right there. Individuals that can go and, and talk to somebody as a consumer, and Ben, you can probably touch base on this, too. When you can communicate with a consumer and understand what they're trying to achieve, you can actually recommend what they need. Too many times people walk into a supplement store or even into a gym and somebody tries to sell them, like you just said, the next best thing or the coolest thing that looks like this or <laughs> I hate this stuff, you know, explode. <laughs> Things like that, just because it's the brand that everybody recognizes. When you take the time to know the consumer and know who you're trying to get in touch with or what their goals and what their aspirations are, you can truly recommend a product that's going to be best for them, whether it's yours or not. And I think that's what's so humbling about you um, right there, Brian, is the fact that not only do you have your own supplement store and you push competitors, you guys are willing to push your own as well. And you don't put your own revenue and profits above and beyond your consumer's needs. And that right there sets you apart all day long. Yeah, I think uh, just to mention or just to hit on some of the guys that work for us, it's it's a unique group of guys in the sense that most of them have shopped with us and they came in as customers first. And then they were in the stores so much that eventually we ended up pulling them up or it just so worked out that they they joined on board. But one of our hiring um, things that we look for is really more so are you able to are are you able to make friends? Like how good are you at being personable and being out there? Because at the end of the day, it's person to person connections. The supplement, you could learn that side of things, but you can't really teach the personality side of things and how you make somebody feel. I mean, I'm talking to you guys for the first time visually, and I, I'm, I feel welcomed by everybody. It's just like the energy in the room is contagious where can you can you replicate that and can you duplicate that in store and how many guys can you get on board that think that way, that truly care about the consumer at the end of the day, that genuinely want them to feel better about themselves and help them reach their goals and then from there, we could always teach them the supplements. We could sit down with them. We could put them through our trannual. We could do all that side of things on the other end. So, yeah, it's uh, we're fortunate to have a great group of, group of guys. Yeah, Brian, I love this because this is it's the exact same way on my side of the fence too with the CrossFit. Like all of our trainers that we have brought into the gym started as the athletes just working out, yep. and they got to know everybody and, and enjoy the classes. And they had that little thing that they didn't know much about. CrossFit at the time, but they learned it, but they had, like you're saying, the energy, the friendships, the community to teach people and pe people trust them. So when they started coaching, people loved it because they're like, oh, so-and-so's coaching now. We love that. And then it's one of those things. And like you said, it's like baking the cake. It's This will be our 10-year anniversary at our gym and oh. this year. So it, it's a it, 10 years is a huge thing in the, in the fitness industry because people, <laughs> a lot of gyms don't make it that long, but we have stuck with the same we haven't chased the next shiny thing. You stick, like you said, you stick with what you know and you might lose people. People might go to a different thing. And I mean, that is what it is. But when you know what you're doing, I think we have several people have left and they've come back because they've realized, oh my gosh, if grass isn't greater on the other side. Y'all yeah. know what you were doing because we didn't have a lot of people. We'd hurt with our training because we, we put a lot behind our, our product that we sell and we believe in it and we want to give our best to the community because they deserve it. So, I mean, this is, that's why I love hearing this. I mean, this is, this is awesome. Yeah, congratulations too on the 10 years. Uh, I, that's impressive. Very, very impressive. Thank you. So I got a couple comments here, guys. Like, I, first of all, Bobby, I do think you might be paid by him because I'm pretty sure I saw you put that chapstick on there when you mentioned you had every one of his flavors. So every. don't suck up too much. I, I'm not even going to lie that I just finished one too, but that's off topic. Uh, second of all, I went ahead and I pulled my application off of your website because I have a personality like a stone wall. 
So I'm sorry, Brian. Like I'm not going to be a member of your your organization there. Sorry about that. <laughs> oh gosh. But um, no, actually, I, I love that you guys just touched on the 10 year mark, because I think that's a question that a lot of people don't really know about. And I know we're kind of getting off topic here, but we are talking about business, right? Mm -hmm. 10 years, 10 years, 10 years, 10 years, 10 years. You always hear this thrown out an entrepreneurial mindset. It is not an overnight success. Very rarely will a company, whether it's supplements, marketing, branding, a gym, whatever it may be, just overnight success. Very rarely, unless you're beautiful and attractive and have a TikTok account, unlike Bobby, and you can make something out of it, it's not going to happen. The grind that you guys put in to overcome the problems, right? Success is the journey. It's not the outcome. The fact that it takes 10 years for a business to go from being just a, a company to a full-blown business and organization that's actually succeeding, you guys just proved it. I mean, it's, it's kind of a common knowledge. It's been thrown around a lot for most of the organizations I'm around 10 years. That is a grind. What, uh, what kind of keeps you guys counting to push past that? I mean, there's some hard times in 10 years, man. Very hard times. Ben, did you want to answer that? You want me to go? I'll let you go first. Yeah, I think uh, there's definitely the ups and downs, right? Like I'd be lying to you if I said that it was all all downhill and everything was great. And, you know, there's definitely the days where you just want to quit. I, I posted on my Instagram not too long ago. Uh, the caption of it was fuck this, I quit. And following that was just like, I, I don't know how many times I've said those words, but I'm fortunate and I'm grateful that I didn't back down and I, I stuck to it and I, I fought it out just one more day. And a lot of those times when I had days like that, it was just like, okay, just, just, you know what, if you're going to quit, just make it till tomorrow. And then tomorrow would come and I would, I would be there for another day. And I, I always played that game where it was just like those mental battles where just make it one more day. If you want to quit after tomorrow, then you can quit after tomorrow. Fortunately, I would have a better day the next day and the sun came up and everything was better. You know, it's just kind of one of those, um, and you don't appreciate it right without those, without those days. I'm, I'm in a more grateful and appreciative, um, state of mind being that we've had those days where I had zero sales. I had nobody coming in the door. I was locking the, the store door and all those and. Now we're fortunate to not be in that position. So it's, uh, again, you can't connect the dots looking backwards. Um, excuse me, looking forwards. You can, can only connect them looking backwards. And it, it, it was all for a reason. It was all for a better purpose. Hey, everybody. We'd like to give a special shout out to our podcast sponsor, Rack Getter Sense and Lures. Like Hunt, Lift, Eat, Rack Getter Sense is a veteran-owned and operated company with a personal touch. Gerard, their owner, is a former Marine and firefighter who will walk you step-by-step -step through the buy-in process with a personal touch. I reached out to him and he gave me his personal cell phone number and walked me through his products and the buying experience could not have been more efficient. My favorite product of his is the Hot to Trot Dough and Heat Scent and I use it religiously through the rut with consistent results. Many of our Hunt, Lift, Eat team members are loyal customers of Rack Getter Scents and Lures and we use his products year after year to help them execute in the field. Follow them on their Instagram at Rack Getter Scents 2.0 and check out their products at RackGetterScents.net to start luring in your next big buck. Yeah, Brian, I, I know exactly where you're coming from. I mean, there's there's days, I mean, four years ago, I mean, it, it means we've had things in our gym where my wife has spent the nights crying about the gym because, I mean, it's we've poured our heart, heart and soul into this place. We might lose it. And then it was about four or five years ago, the co-owner that we opened up the gym, he was done. He didn't want to do it anymore. And we just thought, oh, my gosh, you know, this is, it's over, blah, blah. Well, a member at our gym heard about this that loved our gym. And he wanted to join in with us. And he was an 
intricate part of the community like itself where we have our gym and he was bid with the it's south lake texas football and anyone knows south lake texas football around this area football's king and he literally was a huge football player in south lake brought that into our gym and the gym it snowballed we we went up to he he joined in with us we went up another facility size because of that added another program i mean and it's just one of those things you think it's over you keep doing the right thing. I mean, it's it, it, when we did, we spent two months thinking this is it. And then boom, I mean, you just keep your head down, keep moving forward. And I mean, we pushed through and that was, you know, like I said, five years ago. And I mean, it's, it's, and it's been growing ever since. So, I mean, it is, it's, it is a battle every day. There's always something that you got, you know, that you think you clear one hill and look up, there's another hill in front of you. But that, I mean, that's part of the game and, and it makes it so rewarding when you reach out of the side though. Yeah. And you know, it's, uh, it's something too that I, I think, and I don't want to get religious or spiritual on you, but it's just a matter of having faith, right? Just knowing like if you're doing the right thing day in and day out, it's only a matter of time and you have to just stick to that. You have to stick to your guns and you have to know, listen, if I'm doing the right thing and in your heart, you know that it genuinely truly is the right thing. Then again, it's just a matter of it coming to fruition. Just keep doing it day in and day out. You're going to have your struggles, but keep your head up. It's it's like running a marathon. It's one foot in front of the other, you know, left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot, continuously day in and, and just keep doing it. And eventually it's going to, everything will play out. So one question I have for you running into that then, Brian, kind of playing off of that. Bobby's told me a little bit about some of your other ventures and some of the new partners that you're bringing in with Astro Flav. Um, when you're hitting that grind and you're finding that next step, I mean, again, it all ties into our gym life and our, our aspects of how we're trying to be better, right? At what point did you decide like, hey, I'm going to shoot for the moon? And I'm going to start pulling in high profile guys like UFC fighters, football guys. How and when did you break into that? And what was the mindset behind that? Because I think it's a, a very big turning point. We're talking about your 10 years, both of you guys. It's a huge turning point in your organization and blast your marketing, right? I think it's a great move. I'm just kind of curious. Yeah, I think we're still we're still dabbling in that side of things. Like, I don't think we fully committed to just saying, hey, listen, like this is a big name. We're going to just throw everything at them because of how we got started in this industry and how I started initially with the retail side of things, it's um, sometimes it pays more so to stick to the people that are supporting you from day one and just kind of venture off that way and get like um, almost, almost like a guerrilla marketing team behind it, a little bit smaller, quote unquote, influencers and people that have say. And again, people sell to people, it's, it's a trust factor. So it doesn't necessarily mean that if you get Conor McGregor promoting your protein products that people are going to trust that it's the, that it's good protein or good product. You might get in, in front of people visually and it might be a brand awareness play, but it not, doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to, it's going to uh, generate sales. So it's a little bit of a venture act like that where it, we're still dabbling in it. We've been fortunate to be in touch with a couple um, WWE wrestlers. We had Big E who reached out to us, who he promotes our product just based on the fact that we send him product each month and he loves it. He genuinely uses it. He'll text me. He'll say, Hey, I'm out of protein. I'll send it to him. He'll post it on his page. He has a million plus followers. We have a couple other um, big, big names like that on the WWE side of things where we go that route. And then we also have some UFC guys where they genuinely like the product, but we haven't, we haven't um, completely committed to bringing on like the next 
big name where we're just going to say, hey, here's X amount of dollars because we're still not at that point just yet. We're still grinding our way and we rather focus and reinvest our money back into the products and our company and our people that are currently supporting us instead of chasing again that next thing where the grass isn't always greener over, over there. It doesn't necessarily correlate to sales just because somebody posted it. And I think our industry specifically is known and notorious for that. And I think that the end consumer is smartening up and knowing, okay, listen, just because and I'll keep using the name Conor McGregor, just because Conor McGregor posts this next protein doesn't mean it's the best best thing for you. You know, I think just the word of mouth and um, friend to friend, whatever, family, it, it just, that is what sells as opposed to just a big name and a flash in the pan type overnight success type approach. Dude, I, I absolutely love that. That resonates with me as a consumer more so than anything. Um, Bobby, you touched a little bit with Luke and the organization of Hunt, Lift, Eat. It's the same concept, right? So it's really refreshing to hear that you're taking that mindset look at it. Really, that's the reason I asked that question. I give a shit who you hire or who you sign on. What I care about is that you, as the product that I'm supporting or that I'm going to buy as a consumer, is staying true to who you are and that basically your morals, your ethics and your grassroots. So it's really relieving, really refreshing to hear you say it that way, Brian, because that right there alone tells me that you guys have your head on straight and that's the way to do it. If you're going to have your brand and you're going to have people support your brand, it's going to be the people that you want. And it's going to be people who have the same mindset, the same thought process and that, that same, I don't know, that same drive behind it, right? That, that same, ah, who they are. I love it. Yeah. We, we've, had those opportunities in the past and we we went a different route where i don't know if any of you have ordered i know uh you've gone in the stores but if you were to order from us online e-commerce on on our website astroflave.com we actually have our staff write handwritten thank you cards to every single order that goes out so what i decided to do and what our team decided to do as opposed to pouring more money into athletes and big names and just hope that something clicks is we're reinvesting that money and that profit back into our own people who work in our own warehouse, who pack our own boxes, who will take the time. It's extremely inefficient to write a thank you card. I, I just want that to be known. Like every single order gets a handwritten thank you card. And it's not a generic, like it's not a generic stamp. It's not a generic saying like this thank you card is personalized to that purchase, to that order, to that customer that made that, uh, purchase again, because we value the fact that you took the time to not only take out your money and your wallet, but to go on our website in general at all. Like it, that's extremely valuable to us. And we don't, we don't take that lightly. So we just continuously reinvest into the foundation and into the people that matter most so that you get the best experience when you shop with us so that we're able to hire more customer service guys so that we're able to bring on more warehouse guys so to make sure that your order is packed, right? That all the little things are done in the right manner. Um, it's just something that we, Again, it, it, we won't deviate from that plan, and it, I think that's what takes a little bit longer to help us to help us reach that point. But I know confidently that when we get there, we're not looking back either. You know, it's one of those. And Ben, I know you could say that, and it, I'm I'm confident when I say that. I say that with a little chip on my shoulder because I'm watching other guys get there first, and I'm I'm going to watch us pass them as well. We're gonna we're gonna shoot right past them. It's just going to take a little bit longer. I do have a question though. So Bobby said he got a thank you note the other day and it said, thank you, Snooky, again for your next purchase. Uh, here's 10% off. Do you guys call him Snooky too? I, you know, I was, I was wondering when you were going to bring up fucking New Jersey. Uh, it's just like you, you guys cannot just stay away from it. But yeah. I will just say, I just want to say this. Our greatest guest and, you know, our podcast co-producer is from this fucking state that you keep making fun of here. <laughs> <laughs> 
So Just Bobby, you got a you got a thank you card from the retail store? I've got I've got one before. Yeah, I've ordered from you guys before, but it it did not say anything that he said on there. And it's actually I still have it in my garage because I think that's one of the coolest things, man, that you guys do that. And it, you're putting your personal touch on it. It's like you actually, and you know, I, I say this too because you know, uh, with my other job here, you know, we we hire employees all the time, and they come and they tell us like, hey, you know, um. I, why'd you leave? Well, because I was just a number there, you know, like I was employee 1753 or whatever, you know, whereas anytime I walk into a store of yours or, and, and I feel the same connection with your e-commerce online is that everybody knows kind of who, who they're actually dealing with. And, you know, I, I mean, when I walked in the store the first time with Drew, I spent, I think an hour in that store and talking to him, I learned that he lives down the block from me. I learned that his, about his dogs, you know, I learned about his whole life because, it's the customer service and the connection that you guys are building. And you're, and you're, you're doing that with the same thing online without being face to face with a customer, which is awesome. Yeah. It's a little bit difficult, right. To replicate that, but we're finding success in it. Just again, within the inefficiencies, just in some of the things that we do on our end, just to make it worthwhile and memorable to that consumer, right? Like not only are you trying to provide the best product, but you're also trying to provide the best service. And if you have that, obviously that's the winning recipe. It's just a matter of time before everything, before the pieces fall where they may. Yeah, Brian, this is great. Cause it's like, you're saying you're creating the everyday consumer to be like the Conor McGregor. Because if I, if I was like to, to buy any protein on our hunt less heat group, I would trust what that group said over some girl on Instagram showing her ass and holding a protein shaker saying, this is what I'm drinking. You know what I mean? It's like, it's just, there's more trust there because I know it's like they're getting paid to say that these guys, we, they're truly drinking this protein. They believe in it. They, they, they see the results from it and they trust the organization. And, th- and when you build a community like you have and continue to do, I mean, you are building a concrete foundation. Like you said, you're building something that's not going to crack. Whereas people might be going way past you really fast, but they have no foundation. So they're going to slip and fall. And like you said, you're going to pass right by them because it's just what the, the company you're building and it's, yeah. Yeah. It's twofold also, right? Like, what are you saying to your consumer when you do something like that? Are you, are you taking them for fools? Because I'm not, you know, not, not in this day of age, not with social media, not with the technology where the word of mouth spreads so quickly, you know, you think somebody's just going to buy it just because you have this pretty girl, you know, showing skin and flashing the products. And it's, it doesn't work like that anymore. Like I, I hate to break it to you. And I'm, I'm extremely like I, I can't I smile and I grin when when I see that because to me I'm so happy in the day of age that we're in because it it increases it just raises the barrier of entry because those other competitors and people who are trying to play that game are just falling off to the wayside you know with a lot of the times that we're going through we're not going through easy times you know money's tight people are people are looking to save money wherever they can if you're going to try to beat people for a couple of dollars good luck good luck sticking around again you could do that for a few years you know you could do that and you you might make it look flashy and you might have these cars and be able to show off this and that but at the end of the day you know when dust settles no it's not going to it's not going to be lasting too long for you yeah uh, definitely on that and and you know I guess I have a slight advantage with, over these guys because I've seen, you know, I feel like in New Jersey, especially where a lot of your locations are, I know the blue vans you're talking about. Uh, you know, I know about the other brands that are in the state and I feel like it's so crowded and it's so, in order for you to break through here, I think that was, that might've been one of the hardest things to do. I mean, 
it's all over here and we're such a crowded area where they could i could walk out of your store and walk into a vitamin shop and a gnc within like you know under a mile it's crazy and the fact that you're punching through and and, and to me i you know the top fitness shop of a mom and pop and that's why i go into your shops all the time is i feel like that that connection like again is one of the greatest things and to do that with so much competition around you is phenomenal yeah and it's it's an uh, ongoing battle right like it never ends it, we never we never quote unquote win it's just continuously you're either getting better or you're getting worse and we we just choose to continuously get better because again you're fighting every single day for survival and no matter what business you're in it doesn't matter it could be sports supplements. It could be the owner owning your own CrossFit. It doesn't matter what it is. Ben, you know this. It's like every day is a battle. You know, some days are a little easier than others, but regardless, you're still fighting for your life and fighting for your family and to put food on the table. Well, and what's so awesome, Bobby, I mean, you just touched on it. The fact that you're breaking through in such a crowded market, and we haven't even talked about the quality of your products yet. <laughs> we have literally only talked about your business and your customer service. We haven't even talked about the top-notch quality of the products that you're pushing out to the consumers. So that tells me right there alone that you are building a base of cultural following based on who you guys are and what you believe in. And then you're backing it up with a quality product that's putting these other guys to shame. And you are going to pull customers long run. And you guys know it. You know, it's just a battle and a grind. You just got to keep grinding it. It's like trying to do that next kip. Like I hate kip pull-ups. Well, fuck them, do them. Hate them. I hate you CrossFit stuff, man. I absolutely despise it, Ben. I die. But you got to grind it. <laughs> be easy on the CrossFit. He got some CrossFit shit thrown at him last night too, so. <laughs> oh, gosh. Why you guys got to be so mean to Ben? I'm a deadlifting guy, so I can't say anything about that. But yeah, Caleb, you're you're right with that. You know, it's like, and if you're going to if you're gonna do that and you're going to build a trust, like you might, you might as well follow through. Like you're not going to do all that hard legwork and then not provide a quality high-end product at the end of it, unless you're just unless you're foolish and just want to shoot yourself in the foot. It doesn't make sense to do all that heavy lifting and then not follow through at the end of it. It doesn't make sense. So for us, we take a lot of pride. And again, you have to remember, and I know I'm being kind of repetitive with this, but you have to remember where I'm coming from is the retail uh, store side of things. So I'm looking at the end consumer face-to-face, eye-to-eye. I know what that customer likes. I know what they don't like. I know what their pain points are. I know everything about what they enjoy about that product or whatever it is to then I'm able to go back to one of the main manufacturers in the country and say, Hey, listen, we, we uh, would prefer X, Y, and Z over this. And this is the reason why, and what do you have for us? And then wherever the margins lay, the margins lay, but we know that it's going to be a long game. So it doesn't matter to us if we're cutting a few dollars and we have to, you know, we're just eating a little bit more of the profit side of things. We know, okay, we're going to, we're going to gain that back by X amount of people buying it in the long term. It's just a matter of time. So again, it just, I, I can't emphasize enough. And I think that's what the sports background has done to me is just that delayed gratification. You have to put in the practice, you have to put in the work you have to do all the little things. It's why the coaches tell you to touch the line when you're doing sprints at the end of practice and you don't cut it short because at the end of the day, when the lights come on and you put that jersey on and you're in front of people and, and, and you're out there, you, you got to perform. You get one shot at it. And it's all the little things that lead up to that, that make it all worthwhile. And we're fortunate to be in the position that we are in. And it's just, 
I'm very grateful for it. I, I get excited for it. I know you could hear it in my voice. I'm like ready to run down on kickoff right now talking to you guys. It's just, it's cool. It's just, again, I like the competition. It's fun to be competitive with it. And at the end of the day, it's exciting to get customers results and to see smiles on their faces and know that we're making a difference, whether it's one customer or a thousand, it's still every, every customer counts to us. I wish more retail stores had that that thought process and mind behind it, right? Any brand really for that matter. There's very few in our world in any industry, whether it's the outdoor industry or or any large consumer-based product. And I think that's part of the reason too why Hunt Lift Eat is doing so well and why we're succeeding so much is we have that same mindset, right? So it's kind of fun all three of us here being in the same conversation because we all are the same thought process, the same mindset when it comes to whether it's the supplements or outdoor lifestyle and brand apparel culture versus our craftsmen, like we care about the end result of the consumer. And we know that the extra quarter inch we put in today is going to result in 20 miles, 10 years down the road, right? Who gives a crap? Do the little bit of extra work, put in a little extra bit of time, be a better person, provide better customer service, have a top-notch quality product like Astroflaves pumping out and just fucking be good. It's not that hard. Be a good person. You know, you nailed it. And it, you could tell because the words that I'm saying, I could tell are landed with you guys and they're not going over your head because you're all like-minded individuals. Everybody in this room and, and on this chat, it's it's because we feel it, right? You do the right things. And, and even when nobody's looking, if there's a piece of garbage on the, on the ground, you pick it up, you throw it out. Like it's the little things that matter that add up and it's that compound effect. And that's what we really preach with our guys is just do the little things, do the right things. It's never a wrong time to do the right thing. So- so other than just your proteins, Brian, what are some of the other supplements that you guys pump out to some uh, to the consumers? Do you have any new product releases coming up that we can talk about? I know we've got a little bit of short crunch time here, but let's talk a little bit about what you guys have coming out for products. Yeah, so we just recently released a pre-workout. We got a fat burner. We have also a nighttime sleep aid. Um, we have a really unique product that I personally truly enjoy. It's an intra-workout called Full Tank. So what that is, it's amino acids and a carbohydrate mix. Um, and you could drink that throughout your workout, essentially just as you're depleting your glycogen levels, your quote unquote gas in your car, you're just replenishing it. Just helps with recovery and endurance. Uh, ben, I think a product like that, you, you would get a kick out of because it's great for any high intensity workouts, anything along those lines, it's just gonna refuel you. Um, but yeah, those are some of the main things. We've got a couple of new products coming out early in Q1 and Q2, we're just staying innovative. We're trying to really just crank out a lot of stuff that we think would be a good fit for the market and just put our own little twist on it, right? Like we're seeing what the consumers like and we're just trying to add value to where we can. We don't want to just put out products just to put out products. It's just, it's not a winning battle. It's, it's, it, there's just too much time and effort that goes into it for it just to be the same as everybody else. We're just looking to put a little bit of a nice twist to it and just stay, stay innovative on our side of things. Yeah, and then Brian, along kind of those same lines, uh, to other gym owners are listening to this podcast, um, what would be something, what would be the pathway if they want to start selling like your product into their into their gym? I'm talking for myself too. Um, what What's kind of the process look like if someone wants to go that route? Yeah, so we do wholesale. Uh, we wholesale throughout the, the country. We have a good amount of accounts all over the place, all different states. If they were interested, they could always reach out to us on our website. There's a wholesale inquiry. Um, they could just shoot us an email and then our national sales rep would reach out and set something up. And we're always happy to send out samples to anybody that's interested in trying it. We're very confident in the products that to where we're confident getting some samples out. We know if the consumers to use them, either they're the right fit or they're not. 
um, for whatever reason, if it doesn't work out for them, it, it, it's not a huge deal, but we're confident that it's a numbers game. The more people that try it, the more people that'll buy into the products. Brian, what would you consider your flagship uh, product? Would you consider your protein? Would you consider your pre? Or what would you say is your flagship? Yeah, so initially when we first started, our flagship was the protein. But we actually have been, our flagship is actually our, our male natural testosterone booster. So it's an all-natural product. And uh, Joe Rogan had Dr. Huberman on his podcast. And he mentioned three, uh, excuse me, two of the key ingredients that have been in our product for a few years now. This was, I think he had him on the podcast a year or so ago. We've had the product for a little over three years. And he mentioned a couple of the key ingredients. And ever since we've been doing really, really well with that product. And that product's called Elevated. The customer um, success stories that we hear from that are, are, I mean, we hear awesome stories. And that's been our number one seller for a very long time at this point. So to answer that, our, our flagship initially was the protein, but I would say elevated the natural testosterone booster. And again, it's an all natural product. There's nothing, no gray area ingredients in it. If you were to take a, a test, you'd be fine. There's nothing to be concerned about. Bobby, how many cases of that did you buy? I <laughs> <laughs> always got to pick on me. It's loaded. It's loaded. I do up. have a question for you though, Bobby. Seeing as you've tried pretty much every one of their proteins from a consumer standpoint, what's been your favorite one? If you had to tell everybody right now to jump onto Astroflav and hit it up, what would you tell them to buy? It just changed two weeks ago. So it's, and he already knows where I'm going to go with this one. So I love the uh, chocolate and peanut butter. That was my jam. I could drink that every day. Um, I love the Cinecrunch. Um, I couldn't drink the Cinecrunch every day. So that's why I'm a big chocolate guy. So I was a chocolate, the chocolate and peanut butter. Now it is the strawberry. The strawberry is insanely awesome. Um, even my wife, she, Kayla, she blends it up. She puts it in her smoothies with her greens and everything. And it's just one of those products that it tastes so good that it's like, it's literally like strawberry nest quick that I can just down it real quick, get it down. It's no, you know, blends very well too. So I, that's why I love it so much. Now you're going to have to, well, I'm definitely going to have to try some of this out when I make my protein bars for hunting this upcoming year. Cause I make all my own granola and backcountry bars. And I usually use like body tech because it's about the only tolerable one that I can have in a dry powder form, but strawberry, like a strawberry granola backcountry protein bar sounds pretty freaking bomb. Yeah. Not gonna so lie. That's why I have all those different products because every one of them, like I make the protein balls I make the cookies and every little one of them, you know, they bake well, they blend well, they put in the overnight oats well. So that's why everyone's like, why do you have so many? That's why. I don't want the same flavor. I want everything. <laughs> yeah, the strawberry, we were going for that whole like fair life type Nesquik. Yeah. Uh, something without like an afterbite. Like strawberry is a kind of unique flavor. It's hard to get it right. But if you get it right, people tend to enjoy it. It's just a classic. Um, it nailed it. <laughs> you I don't know, if you guys know this. The name Asher Flav actually is derived from out of this world flavor. That's where the name came from. So our big thing was the flavor of the protein. And that's what we were hanging our hat on. Obviously, it expanded into different skews. So it was like a little bit of a play on word where out of this world flavor was for the flavor of the protein, but then also for the flavor, meaning like your own sense of style, like what is your flavor? What, like everybody is unique in their own way. So it was a little bit of a play on words. Um, but yeah, that's where we came from with the, with the whole protein. That's why we put a lot of pride into that, the flavoring system of our protein. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, I, I think that you definitely can tell that you put the uh, pride and everything inside your protein itself. Mm -hmm. I, I, that's what got me hooked into it. Um, 
I definitely encourage a lot of people to try it out because you nailed that strawberry flavor. And like you said, it's definitely a very difficult one. You've gotten some that are chalky. This is not, this is smooth as can be. Uh, I make it with my almond milk and it literally tastes exactly like uh, strawberry Nesquik to me. And I think it's one phenomenal product. Cool. Well, I guess my last question for you then, man, as we dive into dive into the close up on this, where can I find your products? What's the easiest way for me to get my hands on them? Um, also, not just from a consumer standpoint, too. I mean, we've got a lot of other business owners that are on this on our podcast, just like Ben's talking about. What's the best way for our consumers and our, our other podcast members to get a hold of you, buy your product, find you social media wise, check out what's going on? What's the best way? Yeah. So personally, I could be reached on Instagram would be the best platform. Uh, it's just my full name, Brian Tweer. And I'm extremely more than happy to help any anybody that has any questions, whether it's business related, anything that I could give back to kind of save a few years of hardship that and just, just lend a helping hand. I'm always open to that. You could send me a DM. Just let me know that you're coming from the podcast so that I have a little bit of a background on where, uh, where you heard me. And then as far as the products go, you could find our products on astroflave.com. And something that I'll have our guys do is they could they could throw a discount on there. We could do a 20% discount. If you use the word hunt, I'll have them make it up and you guys could use that going forward. Um, but yeah, we're, we're found on astroflave.com. The retail stores are all in Jersey. If you're located in Ocean County, Monmouth County, it's Jersey Shore Supplements. But yeah, any, any way that you could reach me, again, a personal one on, on the personal page, if you have questions or business with Astroflav, more than happy to help you any way that we can. That's awesome, man. We appreciate that. And uh, I know it's past your bedtime, so we don't want to take too much of your time here. So, <laughs> and as like mine too. So we, we got to get to bed earlier on here. So I, I really appreciate you taking the time. And, it, and for me to sit here and listen to your story and talk to you was uh, really awesome because like a fellow New Jersey and, you know, I, I see what you've gone through. I've seen you grow, you know, grow the business, grow the brands and, and, and especially a consumer myself, I've never heard the story behind Astro Flav, and that's really unique to me. And now it made me even more of a fangirl and I'm really more excited now that I got to hear your story, see what it's all about. And now, you know, I'm sure these guys are, everyone at all of our listeners are going to give it a try and they're going to, they're going to see that, you can tell when they're ordering online too, they're going to get that personal touch inside that box and then how they're going to have that out of that world flavor. So I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us tonight, man. Yeah. I appreciate you guys. And what a fun time, right? Like when the energy is clicking like this, I could talk to you guys all night. Like I know, I know it's past my bedtime, but you guys you got me <laughs> wired. You got me fired up over here. So I truly thank you guys for your time and everything that you're doing is just a testament to real men and, and what men stand for. So I appreciate you guys. Thank you very much. And I'm speaking as a father of two little girls that are growing up. If, if we could all lead by examples of the men that are in this room and on this podcast, I think the world would be a better place. So thank you, fellas. We appreciate that, man. And Anytime, uh, man. It was a great time. Yeah. Yeah, this was good. Sorry, Ben, I just cut you off. Go ahead. <laughs> Okay, I was just going to say, this is, it, it's been amazing to talk with you, meet with you, Brian, because it's with the gym, seeing how you did this on the supplement side, on the gym side, like I feel everything you're going through. And I, I think this is going to really correlate with a lot of listeners who have their own business, you know, and everything like that, just to see other people, this is what we're going through. And this, you just got to stick with it and keep moving forward and have a good product. And, you know, this is, this is how it could turn out. Just like your, your success story right here. It's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we, we can't thank you enough, man. And uh, as always, listeners, we appreciate the hell out of you. Make sure you go check out astroflave.com. Check them out on Instagram. Try some of their products. If you don't believe us, you can message me. Uh, I'm glad you tell you what it tastes like. Uh, 
I can vouch for almost every product out there right now. So definitely shoot a message, um, get on board with this and we appreciate the hell idea and we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks all.